This episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Fake Plants. Cheaper than a dog and less likely to shit on your rug. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday the 16th of November 2021. I'm Dom Knight. We have Gabby Bolt. Hello. Hello. How are you, Dom? I'm very well. And Alex Avulovich. Hello. 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 On today's podcast, I thought it might be an idea to try and make sense of Glasgow because there were two weeks and a shit ton of announcements Mm. and I'm trying to work out if anything happened that (laughs) is in any way relevant or useful or... Yeah, you know, if all the world leaders gathered in a spot and actually made a single decision, yeah, it'd be so good to know. I went through and tried to like summarise what happened and I probably have missed things, mm. but let's try oh. and just see if we can work out together whether we're actually doing anything and if the planet's going to be saved in any mm. meaningful way. All right. Great. So firstly, Australia is committed to net zero by 2050. That's a big change. That's never happened before. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We're also committed to doing absolutely nothing to get there. In fact, oh. our job now is to get out of the way <laughs> of the people who want to fix it. It's I don't hold, hold a hose, mate, globally <laughs> is what it is. Oh, my God. Uh. Too many literal What's world cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, and my theory is it's a bit like like if your parents tell you to tidy your room yeah. and your response is, no, I don't have to because I believe my clothes will evolve the ability to put themselves away. Yeah, like Mary Poppins. I actually did use that excuse once. Maybe I should be in politics. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, not, I don't think I expected a single decision to be made. Dumb, did anything else happen? Well... We've also the, – the government position now is that we don't want a carbon tax. Definitely not because that was Julia Gillard. Oh, of course. We hate the tax. Mm, yeah. Bag the tax. But we do expect business to pass the costs of decarbonising onto consumers. So prices will go up but it won't be the government's fault, so, you see. So prices will go up because of carbon to the consumer. Yes. But we can't call it a carbon tax. Yeah, so we'll pay more, oh. but in a totally unregulated yeah, fashion. Yeah, great. <laughs> How good. I think it's a bit like a business saying to its employees, mm. we believe that people should work from home. Right. Like, because we're moving in that way. So can you just get yourselves desks and maybe to pay extra rent for a spare room? <laughs> um, which would seem unfair, but that's exactly what's happened for the past two years. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting on compensation for the time that we spent doing the podcast from home. And I keep asking Charles about it and he keeps saying, oh, yeah, I'm just waiting for the carbon but you to didn't, come in. But you didn't buy a desk. <laughs> no. You just worked it off the kitchen table. Yeah, Whenever we had you on Zoom, the sink, <laughs> flatmates would come in and wash up in the background. It's very atmospheric. I feel like actually. I need some emotional compensation for that, to be honest. He's told me he was going to compensate me. He said um, the reimbursement will come in 2050. So oh. I'm, I'm just waiting on that one. Now, poor countries wanted rich countries to give them money. And their point this is one of the big things that was discussed. They pointed out that rich countries got rich by burning carbon and now poor countries aren't getting the chance to do the same thing, so they wanted money instead. Mm. What do you think rich countries said to that argument? Here's all the money right now. Not quite. They kind of said, um, you know how we're rich in 
powerful because we burn all the carbon. Yeah, mm. you can't have any money because we're not going to give it to you. Right. Oh, so they Paris Hilton did. They just yeah. stopped being poor, the poor countries. They Is said, that? you can't make us. Yeah, right. Basically. <laughs> and so that was the end of that. Good for them. But we did agree, this is history, we mentioned fossil fuels for the first time in a climate declaration. Wait. Yeah. What are those? We've had 25 of these things before. This is number 26 and we're finally mentioning fossil fuels. There was a plan, <laughs> the, the, the draft was to phase out fossil fuels and coal in particular. Mm. And a lot of countries didn't like that. So instead they went with phase down. So if someone asks you to give what? up smoking, you can say, "Look, I'm just gonna, f- I'm gonna do a gradual phase down on a time scale to be agreed." Oh my god! What the fuck? But that's like that's offensive because it's gonna kill us, right? But it's also offensive grammatically. Like it makes you can't phase down. Yeah. Oh my god! They're just they're committing multiple crimes at once. I've had parties that started to phase down after a couple of hours. Like I was hoping they'd phase up. Can and we- they didn't phase out. But they just phased down. There's like two people who I wanted to leave and wouldn't leave. Petition to call the next cop kick-ons. Like kick-ons, kick-ons. 27. <laughs> kick-ons 27, that's great. So what did it all equate to? Well, the theory going into it was that we needed to limit the the temperature rise to 1.5% mm. or we'd die. Be a little, little bit extinction Yeah, a little bit die. A little bit extinction And yeah. what we got to, so the Climate Action Tracker estimates this. Mm. They figure we went from 2.7 to 24 as a result of Glasgow. So, right. I mean, oh. we probably don't need to do anything, do we? Oh. Technology will sort it out. Yeah, that'll develop For me, it. I think we just got to shift our goalposts. Like, obviously, we're not going to not get extinct. I think we just got to look to be the last creatures to get extinct, you know? Yeah. Like, just That's make sure. That's a good idea. Like the reverse animal kingdom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or just try and get a spot on Jeff Bezos' spaceship. <laughs> get the fuck out on of On the cock rocket. On today's show, Lachlan's going to preview a very curious new TV show. And a song of mine has been taken way out of proportion and I'm here to clear my name. <laughs> That's all coming up right after we check in with Rebecca Dana Muno in the Chaser Newsroom. Scott Morrison has confirmed that he will not renew the funding for Parliament's new workplace respect courses as the problem has been solved. Morrison said, I know for a fact that we don't need it anymore. You see, I had a meeting with everyone at 9am this morning and was told no one had been sexually harassed yet today. So I said, well done team, let's have some milkshakes. Liberal Senator Andrew Bragg, who has accused the ABC of being leftist propaganda, has demanded the government be put in charge of the broadcaster's content. The senator said, For too long, the ABC has been run by a group of extremists who have no regards for my electoral ambitions, and in the interest of the public, I demand these changes immediately. The government has declared themselves the underdog in the upcoming election. The Prime Minister has said it's pretty clear he's the underdog after winning the last election, receiving millions of dollars in donations from the fossil fuels industry and having an international news corporation owned by Rupert Murdoch support his every move. That's the latest headlines from The Chaser Report. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno, and I want to make it abundantly clear I'm not being held at by Charles Firth to do these headlines against my will. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by Fake Plants. Look, they don't grow anything, but at least they don't get depressed in winter. Lachlan, you've been watching something wonderful, haven't you? Oh, have I? Have I ever? Look, here at The Chaser, we're all big fans of of cutting-edge satire. Mm -hmm. So when we heard that there was a brand new political satire cartoon coming straight to YouTube, we were all excited, weren't we? Wow. Cartoon? Has Denton done something? Yeah. No, so it's it's, it's actually a newcomer to the the comedy scene. Apparently they've been doing character work for the last decade or so. Right. Um. Uh, I think you might have heard. I think her name it's it's Pauline Hanson. Oh, oh, was that whole thing like a comedy prank? Gosh, that went really deep, didn't? It? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, was, she really committed to the bit. Are we are we talking about the Pauline Hanson we know, the one from Australia, or like the the mum of the Hanson trio or something like? <laughs> well, it's it's funny because if you watch the the show that she's put together, you'd think that she's basing herself on a fictional character as well because it does not align with what she's actually like in real life. Oh, who um, knew? Now thinking back over her career, I mean, there, she she's thrown the switch to vaudeville before when she wore the burqa. <laughs> into Parliament. I mean, oh. That was such a deeply sensitive Great cabaret take. bit, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's basically like Weimar Germany, isn't it? I'm in the Nazism part, Victor not, Victoria, not the, not the cabaret bit. She's definitely my new favourite Hanson in political satire. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, Andrew. So, what's, what's she done? Yeah, so for, for anyone who's not aware, she's actually put together a political satire cartoon straight to YouTube and it's called Please Explain. Wow! Now, you'd be forgiven... For thinking that based on that name that it's self-aware. Mm. Because yeah, it the, is not. In her world, <laughs> please explain, was actually her asking for helpful clarification, not knowing what not, not knowing what xenophobia was. Mm. Is that no, well, and that's exactly it. So this show is all about Pauline Hansen please explaining the, the intricacies of politics to all of the, the federal cabinet and oh. all the faces that we know and love. So she's explaining. So Pauline's the one doing Pauline, Oh, my God. Yeah. It's Pauline Hansen teaching politics, which is essentially like, you know, Tim Smith teaching you how to drive. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. I oh, really... I get it. <laughs> Sorry. So there's currently only two episodes and they're on YouTube and it's actually part of her election campaign uh, and she does make money when you watch it on YouTube because of ads, Ooh. which means that the only way to ethically watch it is to illegally download it. Nice. Right. That's what I advise all of our listeners. If you do have to watch this show, please watch it illegally. No, Pirate no, it, don't, don't watch it illegally because that would be a crime. So here's the deal. The show itself is only two episodes so far. They're not long. They're only a few minutes long. And I don't want to bash on another comedian's craft. Right. It's kind of rough. Yeah, that's poor form. Yeah, that's not what we do here. But that's right. She kind of... The show lacks a, a comedic originality or comedic integrity. Mm, you know, it's, we've got we've got what are the other you know political satire cartoon greats? Oh, you know, like 
South Park, yeah, I suppose. South Park. I mean, the Cole, the Cole Bear rapport was really mm. an exaggerated oh, yeah. right winger. He wasn't mm. a physical cartoon, but mm. he was cartoonish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you've got uh, the, the British spitting image kind of thing. Mm. With the, the got puppetry. Boris Johnson. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, and all of those shows, they use their own parodies of the, the characters. But mm. Pauline's representations are very literal. And I suspect oh. that's the oh. upper limit of her creative capabilities. So. Please tell me you've got a clip for us, Lockie. Yeah, I've got, I've got a few. Yeah, I'll run you through some of the other uh, characters that she uses. So we've got Peter Dutton, who is played by Voldemort. What? Whoa! Really? Now, when you guys think of Peter Dutton, what kind of joke do, do we go on? If we're going to think of visually what Peter Dutton looks like, what do we go with? We might go with a potato head, the merchant, which you can still get, I think, at uh, the Lonely... <laughs> yeah. Lonely... What is it called? Lonely, lonely People? Lonely Kids Club. Club. Yeah. LonelyKidsClub.com. You I can know, still I was, buy some potato head merch there. I was worried that the potato meme were about to kill it forever, but no, they're doing Voldemort. No, okay. so thankfully we can still use the potato thing without knowing that Pauline's thinking the same as us. Um, but hang on, is is Voldemort I'm being portrayed positively? Because she is also a Queensland right winger, quite like Peter Dutton. Like, is this a sympathetic I'm just, Voldemort? I'm just, I'm just happy that Voldemort found work. Because you know? <laughs> yeah, like after those seven movies, I mean, I know he's probably fine and monetarily, mm. but um, it's just nice to see that there's like, there's, it, he's a multifaceted actor. And he's been know? typecast, hasn't yeah, he, Voldemort? Yeah, I mean, it's, there's not many jobs you can get in Hollywood these days with no nose. Yeah, so well, it's nice that he, you know. When the first line on your CV says, Dark Lord. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's he, he fits right in with Ozpol, yeah, doesn't I'm, he? I'm just glad that, you know, I'm seeing Ralph Fiennes again. It's good, <laughs> good to see him. Um, but the, one of the other characters, you know, you've got, uh, Barnaby Joyce. Now, mm. this joke, she's actually taken directly from us. Right. We really? always like to say online that, that Barnaby Joyce is a bit like a beetroot. And in her show, he is being played by a beetroot. What? Wow. Like just the vegetable? I, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't think we came up with beetrooter. No, but, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is pretty – I mean, that's, that's, that's like a, a comedy benchmark. If we had the money that the men in Ozpol have, we could sue now. Mm. Just go straight ahead. This sucks. So it's making us me second guess our own like political jokes because now I'm thinking Beatrice is mm. actually extremely sympathetic because it gives him <laughs> some kind of agricultural like reference mm. that, he can, that he can bank on. Like, oh. I, I don't think it's appropriate. We got to stop doing it. This yeah, is true. You know, Every everything we publish or say from now on, we will have to vet. Yeah. And to check Pauline hasn't made the same yeah. joke. Well, and, you know, Barnaby just can't forget his roots, you know. Hey. If you're worried, though, about Pauline making the same joke as us, play that first clip. Uh, you'll realise that just like us, Pauline is definitely not above lowbrow satire. <laughs> just because a voter puts you down as their number one doesn't mean they have to follow your instructions on their number two. Oh, speaking of number twos. <laughs> oh, yes. Get out, Scott. This is a classroom, not the Engerding Maccas. Wow, <laughs> she went there. I oh like it. Such strong oh. satire. It's okay, it's okay, guys. We're laughing at her, not with her. I don't I'm, know. I'm worried I'm, we're laughing with her. I don't know if I'm laughing. I'm laughing with her. I like poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this is the most sympathetic thing Pauline Hanson's ever done is making, is, is making fun of other politicians, isn't it? Yeah, well, if, if, you, if you're worried about being so, too sympathetic for her, one joke that she definitely hasn't stolen from us is how she introduces Adam Bant. Take a listen. Mm. Adam Bant? Uh, yes, I'm here on Aboriginal land and I pay respect. Yeah. Yeah. It's just oh the role, my. Adam. Always was, always will be. Punching up. Oh. I mean, the... No? Ch- 
Wow, that's that's edgy, yeah. Pauline. Woo-hoo. Great, Woo-hoo. Pauline. It must be real brave to to make fun of people who, who protect indigenous rights. Oh, I mean, you know what? I know what though. This does surprise me because, like, before this, I wouldn't have ever realized that Pauline Hanson was racist. <laughs> like, she, th- she gave absolutely no indication that she didn't like indigenous peoples before this. So I'm glad we know now. No, it's it's really helpful. Um, it, it's it's nice that you can really get the the subtleties of her political mm. opinion seeping through. Yeah. Yeah. Just a cheeky bit of Pauline propaganda. <laughs> the, the main problem with the show is obviously that Pauline hails herself as the, the straight man. She's the, the angel surrounded by the stooges. Mm. And <laughs> That's how I feel in this workplace. <laughs> Fair enough. <too. laughs> well, and it just sort of highlights her delusion, I think. And as a comedy writer, that's really sad because we know that there's nothing juicier than a deluded main character. Mm-hmm. And she's wasting it. On pretending that she knows everything, so mm. um, uh, I, I've sent her a message, and I, I reached out to the uh, people who make the show, and I just said, "Hey guys, you know, I'm a I'm a comedy writer. I'm not mm. very good, so I should be fine to to fit in with your crowd. And if you if you're looking for extra staff to to help you out on the next couple of episodes of the show, I'm there. And I'm, oh I'm, no, Lachlan, you're going to get cancelled. You're telling a woman how to do comedy. I, for one, am happy for for Pauline to start being a woman in comedy. <laughs> Women in comedy need to be treated better, and I'm glad that there's another girl boss out there to join the team. If I just become incredibly based, is this whole segment just me saying that women aren't funny? Pauline, sweetheart. <laughs> I think you're hilarious. You deserve the world. I'm with you, Gabby. I want to play. I really want to praise Pauline at this point because mm. what I just heard. I haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah, but it was a lot better than most it of was, Sky News. It was nuanced. <laughs> it was multifaceted. It was a deep critique of society. She's ticking all the boxes. It's a shame she's not selling tickets. You know. Well, I'm I'm just keen for the season finale where she teaches them all how to commit voter fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This episode of The Chaser Report sponsored by Fake Plants for when you need a palm tree for no fucking reason. Okay, so I have to clear my name. What have you done? I have to clear my name. What so, have you allegedly done? Okay, so not to discredit the sex work industry, there is absolutely nothing wrong with working it, but somebody found a song of mine from The Vault and assumed that I had written music, like I've scored a pornographic film, and I need to clarify, no, that's not what my song's about. So I found it, I dug it up, and I've got it here to play through. Isn't that flattering? Because, I mean, porn is known for pretty cool music, like boom. Yeah. Mm. 70s say, funk, disco. I'm, that's cool again now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I know, but I think it, you know it's bringing up a lot of things. I used to be a 
music teacher, and so this is from that time, and so a lot oh. of people were like trying to shit on me. And I think I watched that porno, the one with the music teacher. Is that? Oh, sorry, no. Wait. So we're going to play it and work out whether it either clears your name. It should. Or it's a very convincing audition. No, it's for a hard. Porn it's a hard hitting commentary. Don. Hard, eh? Okay. Just play the clip. Alex, are you feeling comfortable? <laughs> I'm just happy that I'm not in the studio right now. It's sort of very embarrassing for me. Think I'm ready. Been waiting so long, so let me already. It's not not horny. <laughs> Don't you know that tonight I want to take a ride? I'm going to come inside. Barry White Girl. That's right. I'm gonna house sit. Let me sit in your house. I wanna see it's about house, house sit. It's a Let twist. me pretend that I own this five thousand dollar couch. House sit. I'm gonna ride in your sheets ten thousand thread count. House sit. Sitting in your house. <laughs> I know I'm never on my own So I gotta keep my options free I'll never penetrate the housing market So I'll let that market penetrate me I'll stay at my mom's rich friend's house It's like a luxury Airbnb Being a generationally wealthy boomer Has never been so sexy to me I'm about to... House sit Is that a double door fridge In this house I House sit Oh with a built in ice dispenser Holy shit I love to House sit Oh dishwasher Aircon no black mold In the bathroom House sit I fucking love this House it's a song about house sitting. Gabby. I don't know how it could possibly have been misconstrued. No, that was brilliant. You set it up with a bit of, you know, Barry White soul mm. and funk and then you twisted it into a satire of boomer consumerism. I don't, that- I don't get it. It's a, it's a wholesome song about house sitting. It's I want to come inside the house. I've, let me in. I think you it's need about, to listen to more porno music, what? but it's no, a great it's song. About, it's about house sitting. Did I not clear my name? You didn't clear your name as a writer of excellent satirical songs, Gabby Bolt. Fuck. I thought it was beautiful. I um, <laughs> but I'm I didn't hear any of the words. That's um, fair. I was just picturing something else. The, the clavichord, bloody. That's the thing oh, that, that got a, me. That, the Stevie <laughs> Wonder. That was that was banging clavichord. Oh, we've just got to end the episode here because I feel spent at this point, frankly. Um, <laughs> well, I actually, also- have, I have to actually have to leave because I'm about to go and house sit very wholesomely. So I don't know what that means anymore. <laughs> our gears from Road Microphones are part of the Acast Creator Network. Check out our afternoon edition today, and we're back tomorrow with a new morning one at 4 a.m. Catch you then. Ugh. <laughs>